0: For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt. Joining me over the phone today is Fawn Hedelius. She's the owner of Quick Quilts and Fabrics in Rigby, Idaho. Thank you for joining me today, Fawn.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: So, you own a quilt shop in Rigby, and I know that quilting, I'm not really acquainted with the craft yet, but I did see some very beautiful quilts at the last... um, Madison County Fair, and there was a lot of really intricate things, so I know it can't be an easy thing, but I'm curious to know what got you into
1: quilting initially. Well, um, when my husband and I first married, and that was 49 years ago, he was a sewing machine repairman, and he, he was on the road all the time servicing machines for ladies, and one day uh, a lady who has a big quilting machine, a long arm, Asking to come and fix his her machine, and that was up in Montana. And he came home and he said, "I have found something that we can do at home." And so we bought a a long arm quilter, and um, just started a business. And um, Ron and I both quilted for a long time, but I've had several back surgeries, so I don't do any quilting anymore. But um, uh, it was it was something that. My husband grew up in a fabric store because his mom was a fabric lady, and so it just kind of came natural to him to work with fabrics, and um, that's how we got started. In fact, we started in our garage. That's where we put our quilting machine, because we didn't have a room big enough to put it at that time. We quilted it in our garage for three or four years, and then was able to put it in a bedroom after one of the children moved out, and... It just grew from
0: there. So it sounds like you guys, your guys' interests were very compatible from the beginning and in your relationship is in many ways revolves around your quilting business. It does. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the purpose for my interview today was mostly because I was intrigued that you are donating about 50 quilts to uh, Uvalde, Texas um, because of the aftermath of the shooting Um, Of course, the Uvalde shooting shocked the nation and left a lot of families mourning the loss of their children. I know that typically people feel pretty helpless when they hear news like that and they don't know how to help because what can you really do? But you and your husband seem to have done as much as you can. Tell me, what sparked the idea to donate these quilts and how long did it take to get them together?
1: Well, um, I guess what sparked it is we have always done humanitarian work. We we make Christmas stockings for the Salvation Army. Um, it just seems like that's always been in our life to um, to do charity things. And so when this terrible event happened, it just hit me. We need to do something. And I guess quilts are our thing, and we know that they can bring a lot of comfort. We we realize it cannot fill the void of the loss of all those families. We know that. But we just wanted people to um, have something that might be a wonderful memoir of their child that they lost. And um, and children are very special to me. Um, We have a a big family, and, um, and I just love children. And the thought of losing one of my children in a tragic accident like that would be It's just more than I could bear, and so we just said, let's do this, and um, a couple of the ladies who work for us, they were just on board because they do the same types of things, and um, so we just, we got these beautiful, uh, they're called minky fabric, and they have princesses and kittens and puppies and all types of different things on them, and so... We just ordered in 10 bolts of those. We found out how many girls and how many boys had died. And um, then they were able to get a copy of the People's Magazine. And they had a picture of each one of the children in there and a little biography of their life. And so from that, it helped us to kind of decide whether this child was a, a kitten person or a princess person. and And that's how we... Shows which quilt to do for each child. And then we had a local company monogram their names, and we have sold them onto the backside of the quilt that will be a memory for their, their family. So it's, it was just the thing for us to do. There wasn't anybody really talking about it or how we're going to get the money or how we're going to do it. It just It just had to be. <laughs>
0: I'm amazed at how personalized these quilts that you've made have been. I was imagining it was it was obviously a handmade item, but I had no idea that so much personalization was put into them.
1: Well, that's what we wanted to do and so we worked we first I first contacted the Uvalde police and worked with the secretary there and then she forwarded me to the superintendent of the school. And um, and then she, she sent me to the principal of the school. And that's how we were able to get the names and um, be able to personalize them and um, make them, each one we hope, really special. My son and I are going out there. Um, we're going to leave on the 21st of October, and we're going to deliver the quilts we actually um got in touch with the branch president from the church out there and he's going to help us to distribute the quilts. We are um we are not going to give them to the families individually. I mean, we will if we if they want that, but we don't want to impre- uh, you know, invade their privacy or bring up feelings that are so awful. And so um uh, we're going to let someone else do the delivery, and uh, but we but we'll visit with the principals and the and the superintendent and the police department and, and have have a good time with them for a day. But um, we will we will leave families to have their own privacy and and their their grieving time. And if this quilt brings them much joy and happiness, then that's all we can hope for.
0: Now I know it must have felt like kind of going on a limb, cold calling the police department down in Uvalde. But what was the reaction when you expressed to them your desire to give quilts to those families?
1: Oh, the the one police lady that I worked with, she was so thrilled, and she said that the people have just just clamored to help the families, and there's been lots and lots and lots of gifts and. Other quilts and things brought in, but she said I think at Christmas time uh, the families are going to need an extra an extra loving hand, and so we um, we're hoping that that's when the the branch president will deliver these quilts. They will give them to them at Christmas, and um, it might just add a little bit more comfort and love there it's going to be the first Christmas without their loved ones and it's going to be really, really tough. So we, we just hope in a little way it helps.
0: Wow. <laughs> Listening to you talk, I, I'm getting a little bit emotional actually, which I didn't expect to, but just imagining having Christmas without my family is almost unthinkable. So um, it's very inspiring to hear that you've Try to do all that you can to fill that void for someone else's family who is going through such a hard experience. And I know this might be a little, a little bit off topic, but you seem to obviously quilts are a big part of your life. And I'm wondering what your favorite quilt is that you've made or owned, and why was it special to you?
1: Well, my my mom made tons of quilts but she she tied her quilt she did not hand quilt and um um my mother went blind from macular degeneration and um my daddy was gone a lot so we took her into our home and um my ron and i helped her to um Use her sewing machine, and she had a little bit of peripheral vision, and she um, she made quilts, and um, she made a baby quilt for every baby that was born in her ward, and um, made hide quilts for my children, and um, um, I guess then when, when when they had the flood, she took and washed so much of that fabric that was found in the canals and stuff and and made quilts for families and donated them. And I don't know that I have a favorite quilt, but I just remember the hard labor that my mom put in, especially with hardly any eyesight at all. And um, yeah, I, I've heard many people say, I still have the baby quilt that your mom gave me 30 years ago. And uh, because my mom's been gone 32 years and, um, and she said they, it wasn't quilted. It wasn't, the blocks weren't straight, but they were just quilts of love and how much I loved and appreciated your mom for doing that. And so um, I just, my mom gave a lot of love to people through what she her service and, and so i guess that's kind of where i got my love for the quilts as well um i don't i don't have any quilts that my mom made for us i think we we wore them out and probably gave them to di but <laughs> now i have tons of quilts more quilts than i ever need <laughs> But um, and we give them to kids and grandkids and neighbors and who else to the veterans whoever needs a quilt and we hear about it we try to make one for them and so it's just it's just ingrained in us now and and that's the way it'll be I'm sure until the day we die it's just it's just our way of life.
0: And it sounds like your mother planted a seed of service in you and then also kind of implanted her love of quilting as well. And now you're using that in a service capacity. And I'm sure that you'll leave a legacy of quilts, whether they end up at the DI or not.
1: <laughs> I hope so. My my mom went blind and now I have macular and uh, in fact, I get shots in the morning in my eyes, and uh, I wonder if I'm going to lose all my sight like my mom did. But um, if I do, so be it. But right now, I'm just going to keep peddling away <laughs> and doing what I can to um, to help to help other people. So I believe
0: it. <laughs> um... <laughs> I guess just as a final question, how many people um, helped with making
1: those 50 quilts that are being donated? Well, we have sewn, we have sewn almost all of them here at the shop, but we have had lots of people donate beautiful fabric, beautiful fabric to help in what we're doing. And, um, The Rigby Quilt Guild gave us a beautiful quilt, and we are giving that to the grandmother of the shooter. We can't imagine what she's going through. She was shot and survived, but the heartache that she must feel from what has happened in her community. And so we chose to give this beautiful quilt that they donated uh, to the grandmother, and um so there have been lots of people involved. my My husband has done most of the quilting for all of them. He stays up late and um and does that. and um, but we has so much so, monet, so much monetary donations and <clears> that's helped to buy all the fabric and and the batting and <clears throat> and so, for all the children who died. Their their quilts are um, I don't know if you know what minky is but it's just a soft cuddly fabric and these are minky on both sides and then the other ones they're as lovely but we put flannel on the backs of those rather than the minky but Ron and um, Kathy who works for us they they have done all the quilting so it's it's taken a lot of service hours but um, they've been happy to do it, and we just work it in amongst our other quilts that we do on a daily basis here. So it, it's worked out okay, worked out fine, but we do appreciate everybody who has helped because a project like this, <clears throat> two people can't do it alone. <laughs> We'd be two years trying to get it finished if we tried to do it by ourselves. Right, so, and it's, uh-huh.
0: it's amazing how you've managed to work in making these extra quilts Amongst the business you already have,
1: um, with your shop going um, full time, and sometimes I just think that the Lord has made the days longer, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little bit more time to to put them in. Because um, I mean, we're we're blessed to have such a good business here, and and uh, and Ron and Ron's a wonderful quilter. He's a much better quilter than I ever was. And so, um, but, you know, blessings have just come in and um, we just don't ever regret doing anything like this at all. And and if I pray that it never happens again, but if something like this happens again, we will try to do what we can to help somebody else.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time today, Fawn. It was a pleasure talking with you.
1: Oh, Ashley, thank you. It's just been choice. I appreciate it very much.
0: For BYU Idaho Radio, I'm Ashley Chilcutt. This was an interview with Vaughn Hedelius, the owner of Quick Quilts and Fabrics in Rigby, Idaho.